to the MetaZen cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on, yourself. Episode 60, Social Homelessness. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to episode 60, Social Homelessness. In this episode, we will talk about what it's like to be a loner and, you know, how so many of us struggle to fit in and how so many of us can be sometimes even desperate to fit in and want people to like us and just want to be able to blend in with other people. If you are new to this episode, what's up? Salutations, how do you do? I hope you have your water nearby. I hope your skin is looking good. Your workout is going well. And I do hope you enjoy the show. If you are coming back for another episode, what's up, cubs? I thank you so much for your continued support. And I hope that you are making money in your sleep. I hope that your relationships are doing better. Hopefully you met somebody or your relationship is going well. And I just hope you are feeling nourished, refreshed, and loved because you do matter. In the first segment of this episode, we will talk about unconventional worldviews or even personalities. In the second segment, we will talk about how you may struggle to express yourself. And in the third segment, we will talk about you or maybe the people around you are stuck. My intention for this episode is to tell you that so many of us get so caught up in wanting to have bunches of friends and and bunches of people around us, and that can be a beautiful thing, but I want this episode to be about challenging you to wait on God, and you know, when you wait on God, get yourself together, work on yourself in the meantime. So many of us hang out with people, and we get lost in them because we don't know who we are. So in this episode, I do want us to just, you know, take it easy and trust God's timing. So let's jump in. John Paul Sartre said, if you're lonely when you're alone, you're in bad company. I must say that one of the many great lessons that I've learned is that when it comes to fitting in, belonging doesn't mean anything if you don't belong to yourself. I want to say that again. Belonging doesn't mean anything if you don't belong to yourself. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know what your values are, if you don't know what you stand for, if you don't know what your mission is, if you don't know what you care about, belonging doesn't mean anything. And it took me a long time to realize that we could spend so much time trying to fit in and trying to appear normal and trying to fit in with all kinds of people that we never fit in with ourselves. 
We never accept ourselves for who and what we are. We never really give ourselves a chance because we want the world to approve us first. We want the world to accept us, but what if we went in the other order and practice accepting ourselves? Practice loving and belonging to ourselves. I didn't always feel this way, but one of the best things that ever happened to me was being born into the world, being born into a family where I was the strange one, where I was the quirky one, where I was the queer one, where I was the misunderstood one, the odd one. And for a long time, it made me feel so burdened. It made me feel so lonely. It made me feel so misunderstood and it made me just feel undervalued. It made me feel like people didn't care about me, but it took me a long time to understand that God has been doing me a favor from the beginning. When you really pay attention to your life and you realize the struggles that you went through with fitting in and people not liking you or not accepting you for who you are, down the line it gets better and you understand that God was doing you a favor. You know, I feel like God puts certain things in your heart and certain things inside you that will disrupt things around you, disrupt things in other people that will disrupt their demons, that will, you know, disrupt whatever it is that they got going on just to keep that void between you. And I feel like I had a lot of different energies and different things going on that kept me from fitting, that kept people from seeing me as one of them and kept people from treating me the way I needed to be treated. But, you know, after a while, I learned, and this was like in the past five, six, seven years, I learned that I never needed their acceptance. I never needed to fit in with them. We don't have a lot of the same values. We don't have a lot of the same goals. We don't see life the same. We don't see relationships the same. We don't see, you know, a lot a lot of uh, things the same. And for that, I don't have to put any more effort in trying to belong. I can continue to nurture the relationship I have with myself. When I finally got that, it was like, you know what I mean? Big boom, you know, big, uh, big boom moment just blew up everything. Because when I think about all the time I spent trying to fit in with them, I never, I was never really getting closer to what it is I really wanted. And when you try to spend, when you try to fit in with other people, you never actually get what you want. You get what other people want. You get other recycled goals and dreams. You get other people's perspectives and thoughts. And I learned that when you spend time alone, you get to understand more of what it is that you want, more more of what it is that you want to do. I learned that in spending more time alone, you know, that I probably had a lot more unconventional worldviews and perspectives about how things worked. But I learned that my personality had room to develop. I feel like when we spend so much time trying to be around other people and fitting with other people, our true self, our personality doesn't get, to get a chance to come to the surface. We never really get a chance to identify our values. It disgusts me how much I think about families and you know, friends and different people like that that spend years of their lives together and, you know, just expect everyone to have the same values. That's always disrupted me. You know, I've always come off like the old man or, you know, the the lame because, you know, you'd be around people and you'd be like, what are your values? What are your key values in life? And people look at you like you're crazy. Like, you know, you're weird for trying to understand or know what 
these things are. And it just tells me a lot about who you are. Ben Crawford said, there are only three options for black sheep. Live authentically and get kicked out of the community. Have the courage to move out on your own and rebuild from scratch. Or hide your true self and desperately try to fit in, which you never will. And in my life, I know for a fact that I've gone through all of these phases. You know, I started out with concealing my true self and desperately trying to fit in just because, you know, I've suffered from abandonment issues in the past with, you know, different things with identity and family growing up. So, you know, I was a uh, people pleaser for most of my life and I just wanted to people to like me. I just, just like me. I'll do anything for you to like me and that whole thing. And it made me so miserable. And I realized I was playing a fool. I realized I was becoming someone that was easy to deceive and someone that people thought would do their bidding and people thought that they could just play games with. And that was cool because it taught me a lot about boundaries and it taught me a lot about standing up for myself. But then I forged the path of Having the courage to move out on your own and rebuild from scratch. Now, I've always, you know, I've been an adult for a long time, but in terms of separating myself from family, friends, peers, and different things like that, changing my number, and just allowing myself to explore who I am outside of those units, exploring who I am outside of all of that familiarity, exploring who I am outside of all that history, all of that bias, and learning who I am. Now I'm at a place where I'm living authentically and I'm living in my full truth. I'm doing exactly what I want to do and I'm making the kind of money that I want to make and I'm just in the position that I want to be in and I'm in a great place foundationally to grow and learn and just become better. In the past, I felt like I spent most of my time around people that were just trying to survive and the bulk of their you know, lofty goals consisted of trying to buy a house. And that's pretty much about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I knew anyone else that was really interested in wanting to make six figures or wanting to be a millionaire. Everybody just the bulk of it. You know, I just want to buy, I want to buy a house. It's time to buy a house or, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just the dreams, the goals, the, the things that just didn't line up and look like what I wanted. And I found myself being the big fish in the small pond and I had to release myself. One of the real beauties of not fitting in is that it really forces you to evaluate yourself. It forces you to dig deep and understand yourself, to tap into that core strength and you know, find that spiritual place within yourself. Find that home within yourself, that pristine place, as my Angelo calls it, that place that you keep clean that's just for you. You know, it really puts you in a place to love yourself and understand yourself on a deeper level. So many of us, we feel so comfortable being in cliques and friendships and different things like that because we are fearful and scared to death of what will happen if we have to be alone. What will happen if we have to be to ourselves? And maybe it's because you feel like maybe you're not quality company. Maybe because you don't know that you matter. So when you're not knowing that you matter, you probably feel like you may not be good to you in the lonesome or in your, in your own company. But we have to change that because fitting in is totally overrated.
Malcolm Gladwell said, if you are going to do something truly innovative, you have to be someone who does not value social approval. You can't need social approval to go forward. I've said this in previous episodes, and I continue to say it because I'm still learning it, and it's not something I've mastered. But in order to do anything spectacular, in order to do anything worthwhile, you have to be willing to do it alone. You have to be willing to walk at it and take action alone. So many of us, our actions and our progress depends on the approval of others, on the acceptance and agreement of others. And you need to understand you don't need their agreement to do amazing things, to do life-changing things, to affect change in the way that you see fit. I feel like when it comes to fitting in a lot of the issues I've always had since I was a kid, when it comes to fitting in, was the struggle of expressing yourself. Now, I've come through come so far in learning how to communicate and elevate my conversation over the years, let me tell you. But when it comes to speaking your organic feelings, when it comes to, you know, sharing your thoughts deep and beyond, you know, I find that oftentimes it can scare people and I've learned over the years that I'm very easily turned off by people who don't want to or don't enjoy having deep conversations. And when I say deep conversations, we don't have to necessarily talk about things like death or whatever like that unless we do. But, you know, just deep conversations, it's like, where do you see your life in 20 years? What kind of what kind of contributions do you want to make here? What do you want your life to be about? What do you want people to remember about you? You know, when was a time that you had your heart broken or you were deeply disappointed or let down or betrayed by someone? And how did you recover? How did you overcome it? What did you do with that experience? You know, different things like that. But as a kid, I learned that people, when it comes to fitting in, People want you to play it safe. A lot of people want to fit in and they hide in cliques and friendships and groups because it's easy to play it safe. You don't have to tell people how you really feel. You don't have to tell people what you really think. All of you can give the bare minimum and that bare minimum can come to somewhat of a sizable contribution that's okay. But anyone that knows themselves and you know anyone that wants better for themselves can come into your group and see you are for who you are you know I feel like I've come into so many circles and come into so many groups and I've been able to you know see fake friendships and fake groups from the jump but it isn't about the friendships it's just more that thing of I can see you're playing small I can see you're playing it safe and it won't be good for you some people live for seeing you play small and they challenge you to want to run all the way to the finish line with them and you look back and you had 30, 40, 50 years of mediocre, average Joe friendship. So many of us, we're so scared of fitting in because we're scared of standing on our own. We're scared of outshining others. So we want to be around a group of people that probably they're doing the, the bare minimum like we are. They don't, they're not really competitive. But being alone, you only have you to worry about and your contribution and your efforts to worry about. So when you're in a group, you don't have to play big or full out. You can play small. When I think about all that I've come through to be who I am today, especially 
when it comes to expressing myself, how I express myself, I've had to work hard at the voice that I have. I've had to work hard at being the person I am in terms of the confidence that I have and the passion, the unbridled passion I have about speaking how I feel and what I think. I've been speaking how I feel and what I think since I was a young kid, about maybe four or five. You know, I used to go toe-to-toe with my mom and my dad all the time because, you know, they were definitely that old-school, you know, breed of parents that, you know, it's better for me to be seen and not heard. And, you know, it didn't really matter to them much that I had a voice or had an opinion. And, you know, I know you can only do what you're taught, but... I had to fight like hell because, you know, it's just, I've always had that thing of you're not going to treat me any kind of way and I'm worth being respected. I'm worth being respected. (laughs) Excuse me. I felt like the beauty of not fitting in is that you don't have any influences around you except for you. So with not having any influences or any faulty programming or whatever, it all comes back to you and you get to become more clear about what you believe in. You know what I mean? When you're around people, you're subjected to so many thoughts, ideas, and things like that all the time that you can lose yourself in crowds a lot of the time, especially when you didn't know who you were to begin with. So being grounded in different groups, being grounded in different friendships, relationships, families, all that stuff, it can be hard, especially when you don't know who you are from the jump. But when you spend more time alone because you don't fit in or you don't care to fit in, you get to understand more about what you actually believe in what matters to you. You get to understand more about your beliefs and your convictions. You get to understand more about yourself as it comes, as it stands with standing outside of the mainstream frame of thinking and beliefs. You also can become someone that has more compassion and love and understanding and empathy for other people who are outcasts in their families. I'm always drawn to the black sheeps and other families because I know people are more than their problems. People are more than other people's perceptions of them. People have a story. Everyone has a story. Every black sheep has a story. Every misfit has a story. To you, they may just have a drinking problem and, you know, they're flighty, they don't want to hold down a job, they're not in their children's life, but something happened to that person for them to become all of these things. You know, I had to get to that place with my biological mom. She is a misfit in every form of the word, and she was someone that went on to give birth to so many children and barely raised one. And instead of being so mad at her for so many years, I had to get to that place of understanding that she's a misfit like me and we are alike in so many different ways. And I had to understand that I may not know the whole story, but I know that a person doesn't does a person doesn't come to give birth to seven children to not turn around and want to raise any of Something happened, some things happened. You've had some experiences, and because of that you couldn't follow through. But at the same time, I'm glad for that sacrifice. Omar Sharif said, nothing is more alienating than being somewhere full of people and realizing perhaps mid-conversation that what they're talking about belongs to a totally different plan of existence than the one in which you exist. And that's such a deep and profound point because everywhere I go, I'm always obsessed. I'm obsessed, y'all, with understanding 
what your story is, you know, what you've overcome, what you've come through, addiction, abuse, you know, abandonment issues, what kind of traumas you've overcome, what your story is, what is your voice, what does your voice mean to you, you know, what you want to contribute, like I'm the kind of person, I care a great deal about character because, you know, character says a lot about how you adapt to the demands of reality, and I love understanding different points of view when it comes to how you adapt and grow and evolve around the demands of reality. There's been so many times where I could be sitting up here talking to someone about a job or a career and I could see them just obsessed with how much the, how much money their career is going to make as opposed to the good they're going to be able to do in this position. You know, the good that they're going to be able to offer the world, the giving that's involved in them being in this position. You know, the greater good as opposed to just the money that goes into your pocket. Not that men can be such a blessing because you get to understand the power you have to create something new and something fresh, something that's just really different than anything that's ever existed. It gives you a chance to see the world and realize what may be missing and what you may be here to contribute, what you may be here to add, what you may be here to collaborate on or whatever, but it puts you in a position to analyze our world more objectively and create for it more intentionally. You know, just being set aside, being not fitting in, just puts you in a position to be more introspective and it puts you in a position to be closer to God without distraction. It puts you in a position to honor yourself. And that's key. So Raj Aryal said, if you constantly look stupid somewhere, you might be a genius, but in the wrong place. Average minds fit in anywhere. It's intelligence that doesn't fit. The more I live and the the more I progress, the more I see how obsessed I am with being a student when it comes to everything that I experience, everything I observe, everything that I learn, everything. It's so important that I'm obsessed with being a student about everything, being a lifelong learner. And it's such a conviction of mine that I automatically can punish people who don't come with that same mindset or understanding when it comes to interpreting life experience, when it comes to interpreting their emotions. And oftentimes it can be unfair and I'm still learning how to give more grace, patience and empathy in that process, but when it comes to being a misfit, when it comes to not fitting in, you have to understand that a lot of times you don't fit in because you're not ready for the people that God may, you know, be destined, you know what I'm saying? You may not fit in with the people that God has aligned for you to be with yet. You may still need to do more work. You still may need to take more action or grow emotionally, mentally, and psychologically and spiritually. Or those people aren't ready for you yet. I feel like it's that balance and that pull and push of dynamics when it comes to being around other people. I feel like sometimes when it comes to fitting in, you, you're not fitting in with the people you want to fit in with because God knows things you don't. Those people may be stuck and stagnant in ways that will interfere with you. 
I feel like God has also intervened in my life in so many friendships and potential relationships because it's like you're one kind of person and this is a whole other kind of person and you have very specific marginal orders and things that I want and need you and require you to do. And if you get involved with a person like that, you will get distracted from my will. You will get distracted from my plan or vice versa. And because of that, we can't merge our paths. Because of that, we can get involved. Because of that, we can be friends. One of the major harmful things about trying to fit in is that trying to fit in can really stifle your creativity. Because when you're trying to create things, new things, or you're trying to be original, and you're trying to do your best work, and you're around so many different people with so many different ideas, people that may not even believe in what you have to say or what it is you're trying to do, you can become so conflicted, so blocked, so distracted with them that you lose touch, that you're not aligned with your vision as strongly as you need to. Being by yourself and being, you know, not fitting in, being a misfit can be great because it allows you to be tapped into your intentions. It allows you to be tapped into your extrinsic and intrinsic goals, you know, it gives you that autonomy, it gives you that freedom to create without appealing to anyone. I think about all the music I've written over the years and, you know, you want to bring different people in on the process, you know, whether it's the lyrics, whether it's the beat, whether, you know, the subject matter, whatever, and people can have so many different kinds of opinions and tell you this and tell you should do that and tell you this and you should do that. And it really just interferes with what your goal for the song may be. You may want to open up a business and you have everyone around you giving you bad advice. It's not the right time. You may may need more money. You're not ready for that. What if you fail? You know, just all the doubts. And it just confuses you. Sue Fitzmaurice said, I'm not here to be small, to compare, to judge, to fit in, or to be perfect. I'm here to grow, to learn, to love, and to be human. When I think about my my life, I can say that I haven't had the best luck when it comes to friends, like true, true best friends. I've had friends, I've had close friends. When it comes to true best friends, like actual soulmates, I can actually say that I haven't had that experience yet because I know a lot of my journey has been about getting to know myself. In the past, I've had, you know, I've had so many issues and I have so many things that I continue to heal and embrace about myself. So many toxic things I'm still working on and resolving and repairing myself. That way I can be my best for the people that God has aligned to be in my life. Just because I've gone all this time not having all the friendships I've seen other people have, and I'm telling you, I used to be so jealous of people, how people just make friends so easily. But, you know, when I take a closer look, I pay attention to the people that are going to challenge you to be better, challenge you to be more loving, challenge you to be more accountable, challenge you to be your best, challenge you to compete with yourself, not with them or anyone else, challenge you to... Embrace every part of you. People that just want to see you for you. People that just want to love you exactly as you are. People who aren't scared to nudge you or help you along the way. People who aren't 
scared to tell you the naked truth. People who won't let you hide and not fulfill your potential. I'm obsessed with being friends, best friends, family, just close with some of the best minds, the best thinkers, the best hearts, the best lovers, the best givers, the best dreamers, the best doers, the best beers. That's what the word beers but just the best and not like competitively, but people who just do these things as freely and naturally as I do. Understand that trying to fit in with the wrong people can grossly keep you from maximizing your full potential. It can keep you from being your best. It can keep you from being the person you've always known yourself to be. Like I, like I said earlier, I spent most of my life trying to find a safe place to land, trying to find safe places to be accepted, to be validated, to feel liked or to feel respected. And, and you know, I was not successful really in none of those situations, but I've learned that the one thing that I can control and the one relationship that I can nurture and that I can bank on and that can be there to back me up in every situation is the one that I have for myself. And that's not to say that I don't need people because I do realize and recognize we are here to work together. We are here to love and build each other up. We are here to be together and to all exist in this fabric of differences and sameness together. But in order for me to embrace that, in order for me to make the most of those blessings, I have to get me together. I have to love on me. I have to respect what's here. I have to respect and love what I see in the mirror. I have to know that what I have, what I give, what I bring and what I do is more than good enough. It's spectacular. It has a sparkle, it has a spark. And so do you. You put in so much energy and wanting to fit in. You know, maybe you're queer and you have a few brothers or sisters or siblings that you just really want to fit in with. You just really want you to see them as one of the guys or one of the girls or just one of them. You Maybe you're someone who wants to fit in with your parents. This podcast was created massively for people who don't fit in, people who don't have a safe place to land or safe place to be, people who don't feel included, people who don't feel valued, people who don't know where to go, people who may deep, think very deep thoughts, who are deeply artistic, you know, that are strange, weird, queer, whatever your walk of life may be. Know that you can be all those things and still be at peace with yourself. That you can still honor yourself and love yourself because if you are love, then you can attract love. Welcome to the air segment of this episode. In this episode, we challenge you to take action. We challenge you to improve and expound on the results that you're getting. We challenge you to take 
different action, do things differently, to think differently, to ask more questions, ask better questions, to understand more deeply. We challenge you to get more involved in the process and become a stronger problem solver. We challenge you to expand your character. We challenge you to align yourself with your higher self. So without further ado, let's jump into that. The first letter is E, edify. Edify yourself by learning more about your personality and learning more about your worldview and learning more about your opinions about, about the world and how life works. When you're able to put yourself in an objective situation or position to learn about how you show up, then you can be more aware of how you show up in social places and social circles. And this doesn't have to come from a place of trying to appease anyone or impress anyone, but sometimes it's just so important to be aware of where you stand and how you come off on things. Sometimes to be aware, it's important to be aware of your audience. You know, I had to learn about myself that I have a lot of different opinions and I feel like in my opinion, I'm a deep thinker. So, you know, I like to take advantage of every opportunity to talk about things that are very, very, very deep. And for people that may not be interested in that, that can become very overwhelming and sometimes even stressful, stressful very quickly. And I had to learn how to know my room and know when that was appropriate and when I could have those kind of conversations and when people were just more content with small talk and just keeping it surface level, keeping it simple, which is fine too. So learn more about your personality, even if you have to take some personality tests or just learn or ask people about how you show up, what they enjoy about you or what they think about you. But learn more about your worldview and your personality. The second letters are respect. Respect the fact that most of us do not know how to express ourselves and most of us speak or talk in a way that may require some grooming, that may require you honing your communication skills. So many of us feel like the obvious should be obvious and that people should just be able to get it. We should feel like we feel like we're so clear and, you know, that it, there should be no issues in understanding us. But we're all different. We all understand differently. And you have to respect other people's process and how they listen and consume what it is that you say and how you do because they're not you. Respect that other people are not you. Sometimes it's important to respect that, respect the fact that sometimes we're not around anyone, we don't have any friends or anyone close to us because we're not able or not ready to hear anyone else around us right now. So, you know, we go through periods where our opinions, our feelings, emotions are so strong and fervent that they pierce and permeate everything, including people. And sometimes that can push people away. So maybe if no one's around, it's because you haven't learned how to hear other people around you yet. And maybe you appear to make it all about you or whatever angle that you're taking. But be aware that this can turn people off and drive people away. Especially if you're interested in making new friends and becoming someone who wants to be more social. And the last letter is A, accept. Accept that you may be in a place in your life where you have nothing in common or there's nothing else to learn with the people that you may be around. Maybe the people around you are stagnant and they're not going anywhere doing anything major. 
Maybe you're the person that's stuck and sag, stagnant, and you need to remove yourself. But a lot of times it's hard to, you know, find friends because we're choosing a lot of the same people that we've always chosen. And we haven't changed enough within ourselves and for ourselves to attract new and different and interesting kind of people that fall in line with the next chapter of who we're supposed to be. We like to dwell in the past. We like to stick with what's familiar. We like to stay with what's easy. So accept that if you are having problems meeting people, if you are having problems fitting in, if you are having issues with uh, attracting people, then maybe there are some changes that need to take place in you or the people around you. And right now, there's nothing going on because you need to excel to the next level or the people around you need to excel to the next level or you may need to unplug from them or they may need to unplug from you it's really a slippery slope but it's just one of those things where maybe you're the problem maybe they're the problem maybe both of you are the problem but there's not going to be any new blood or any real satisfaction until someone makes a move until someone grows until someone starts to do something different i hope that made sense <laughs> so there you have it edify respect and accept if you haven't had a chance yet, please go over to Apple Podcast and leave a comment and or a rating and let us know how the podcast is going. In the next episode, we will talk about show more and tell less. And in this episode, we'll talk about how change behavior is the ultimate apology. I do want to thank you guys for supporting the medicine cabinet. If you feel led to, please donate whatever you can towards the podcast. It contributes a great deal. And more than anything, I appreciate you listening. Thank you for supporting the medicine cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise and baby. You are tough. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your afternoon. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Whenever you listen to this, enjoy yourself and be blessed. Peace.